Hear what the Spirit is saying to the Church, Part 2, by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. As new manna is released by the Lord, we are commissioned to spread that truth across the earth to bring about the changes God promised to humanity. Isaiah prophesied there would be a restoration of all creation after judgment, but first, knowledge would be offered to the world, giving them opportunity to choose between intellect from the tree of good and evil, Satan, or wisdom from the tree of life, Jesus. Isaiah chapter 11 verse 9 speaks of this. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. As we can see from the first part of this scripture, with knowledge released from the tree of life, comes peace and joy, restoration and renewal. Daniel chapter 12 verse 4 also speaks of a time when God's people would spread this end-time knowledge. But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. Each generation of people are commissioned to spread the truth released in their dispensation of time. Paul said in his day to the early church, Ephesians chapter 1, verses 9 through 11, Having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him, or unite all in one body. In him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. The church was moving from Judaism to Christianity in Paul's age, and of course, he met with much opposition. Why? Because his message was so different. Even the language he used was foreign to the ears of those. He taught as he spoke of resurrection from the dead, life after death, and even of a time of the end when humanity would return full circle to the garden and be restored. Each age of the church has had truth released that takes us closer to the covenant promises God predestined. Paul again discussed this fact in Romans chapter 16. Romans chapter 16, verses 25 through 26. Now to him who is able to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery, kept secret since the world began, but now made manifest, and by the prophetic scriptures made known to all nations, according to the commandment of the everlasting God, for the obedience to the faith. As truth is revealed today, an even clearer picture of Christ emerges, until one day we will reach his full stature as the body of Christ, the morning star will rise in our hearts clearly, so what comes out of our mouth is his thoughts, his ideas, his creative ability to create a new heaven and new earth. We must know the message, 
or be aware of the truth being released for today so he can preach through us. When we mature to this level, as we prophetically pray, he will restore. As we prophetically praise, he, as the creator, will cause new things to appear. As we prophesy into people's lives, he will shape them into the living stones his house is built from. We must become his temple, his body. The King of Kings dwells in us, but he wants to live through us to help the world. It is Christ in us that is the hope of the promises being fulfilled for all creation. And even though we are Abraham's seed, born through Christ and therefore his family, we must mature to be a useful part of the body he can live through to renew, restore, and establish the new heaven and new earth promised in Revelation chapter 21, verse 1. Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also, there was no more sea. The globe itself does not fade, but the systems that run it will, and there will be no more rebellion tolerated in heaven either. Things will be different, new. Verse 4 explains what will happen in the new world conditions or when the kingdom of God is in place. Revelation chapter 21, verse 4. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 13 shows us proof this end-time promise was taught to the early church. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Death, sorrow, decay, and corruption is the result of unrighteous rebellion. We must mature to righteousness and unite as the full stature of the body of Christ for restoration to come about, however. Galatians chapter 3 verse 29 and Galatians chapter 4 verse 1. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, or does not mature, does not differ at all from a slave, though he is master of all. As seeds, we must become one, Christ, because the promises were made to Abraham and his seed. Galatians chapter 3 verse 16. The promises were spoken to Abraham and to his seed. The scripture does not say and to seeds, meaning many people, but and to your seed, meaning one person, who is Christ. Jesus, through his body, made up of mature seeds of Abraham, will do an earth-wide restoration. All creation will be set free. Romans chapter 8, verses 19 through 23. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God or the maturing of the seeds of Abraham. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. 
in hope that his people would make the correct choice this time or choose knowledge from him so they can mature and grow into one, the body of his son. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pains together until now. Not only that, but we also, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. But the body of Christ could not come together when that scripture was released. The church was broken into denominations. False doctrines rose up, also causing differences. But the promises still remain for those that will hear truth from the tree of life and walk in it. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 51 through 54. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep or die, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption, and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. One day the body will come together. They will leave the old dead church and look for the end time message. They will begin to shine as they learn new truth, and darkness will have no place in them. They must be encouraged, however, to continue hungering and thirsting after truth. They must be warned to walk away from a church that will allow immorality, teach the doctrines of man rather than the end-time message, perhaps even scoffing those that do. If a church does not teach the identity of the tree of life and the tree of good and evil, their people are not being equipped to make the correct choice between the two. If it does not teach restoration of the earth and God's people, they will be terrified as the systems of man collapse. God has had this victory planned before the earth was formed, but we must be made aware of it. Why? Isaiah chapter 33 verse 6. Wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your times and the strength of salvation. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. If we fear the Lord and take heed of truth, we will repent, separate, and come out of the world, its churches, its pleasures, and its vices. If not, Jesus said in Revelation chapter 21, verse 7, He who overcomes will inherit all this, the promises in God's covenants, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. How can we be overcomers if we don't fully understand the Son, His blood covenant, or the covenant made to Abraham and His seed? We must have the complete gospel to base our testimony on. The knowledge released for this end time will equip us to overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. However, 
If we do not fear God, we will not pay attention as the trumpet blows and will remain in the dead church and in the world. There will come a time soon when the scriptures found in Revelation chapter 22 verses 11 through 12 will be implemented. Revelation chapter 22 verses 11 through 12. He who is unjust, let him be unjust still. He who is filthy, let him be filthy still. He who is righteous, let him be righteous still. He who is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me, to give to everyone according to his work. Revelation chapter 21, verse 8. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters, and all liars, their place will be in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. It is your choice. The tree of life will lead you up the king's highway, full circle back to perfection, whereas the tree of good and evil will detour you to the world's roads of destruction and decay. Here is the truth. John chapter 15, verse 5. I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. The Lie Genesis chapter 3 verses 4 through 5 Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. For God knows in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God knowing good and evil. In other words, who needs God? Let us close by remembering 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 10 through 11. And with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved, and for this reason God will send them strong delusion, that they should believe the lie. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church.